This is Reset. I'm Sasha Ann Simons, and that is the opening song heard in the documentary Bob Marley, Freedom Road, streaming now on Amazon Prime Video. The 2007 film takes an intimate look into the late reggae icon's life and reveals a side of him that only his closest confidants knew. Since June is National Caribbean American Heritage Month, we wanted to take some time to honor my lineage and millions of others living in the U.S. We represent dozens of countries from the Bahamas to Haiti to St. Lucia. So let's talk movies. There are plenty of them, new and old, that you can watch right now to learn more about Caribbean history and culture. And joining us to discuss is Annalisa Gale. She is a freelance journalist, host of The Analysis Podcast, and a fellow Jamaican. Welcome to Reset, Annalisa. Hi, Sasha. How's it going? <laughs> it's going well. So good to hear from you. Um, you are, you're from the parish of St. Elizabeth, right? Yes. I'm from um, the other side of the island, which is Kingston. <laughs> I want to know more about your journey, though. How old were you when your family moved to America, and, and what was that transition like? Yeah, I was 11 years old. Uh, we moved to Brooklyn, New York at first, and we stayed there for about two years, went to middle school there. Then we went to the Bronx area, Mount mm-hmm. Vernon, New York. I moved a whole lot, so <laughs> I can New relate Jersey as well. <laughs> yeah, it's it's kind of that immigrant trying to find yourself uh, thing that we all do mm-hmm. and try to find y- your space, uh, especially when most of your family isn't in the country. Um, yeah, I think my mom was just trying to navigate that. But yeah, it was, you know, assimilating. It took some time, but we made it. We made it. <laughs> um, We're here. We made it. it <laughs> you know, going to school here early on definitely helps. Yeah, for sure. I, well, I, I'm curious when you discovered, though, that there was a such thing called National Caribbean Heritage Month. Yeah, I saw last year, I think it was picking up traction in D.C. I saw more people talking about it, council members tweeting about it. Uh, one particular council member, uh, I believe it's Ward 5, She, you know, she's been tweeting about the restaurants that you can go to and things like that. My friend this year decided to uh, post about some books she's reading. Mm-hmm. So a lot more people are starting to... Um, at least in my circle, um, in my network, yeah. are starting to now acknowledge it in different ways. Well, what does it mean to you to have this month? Yeah, I think it's great because, you know, for me, I feel like Caribbean American Heritage Month is every month. Right. Because <laughs> I try to honor my heritage some way, uh, any way I can, because it also just helps me to feel at home. You know, sometimes I get homesick and I I just want to feel at home in some way. So I'll go out and listen to reggae or I'll find food that reminds me of home. So I, I, I find that it's a thing that I like that everyone else is acknowledging. You know, we have so many Caribbean Americans mm-hmm. in the DMV, the D.C., Maryland, Virginia region uh, on the East Coast. Which is where you, anywhere, you currently really. live. Yeah. Yes, I, I, I'm in Maryland um, currently. But yes, in the DMV. It's it's just nice to see everyone take heart in it. Yeah. I mean, I, I've been in Chicago a, a, about a year and a half now, and I've been making sure that I, you know, I'm, I'm very intentional about finding my community wherever I can. And I've, I've uh, uh, found some folks in Evanston and uh, folks have introduced me to different restaurants all across the city of Chicago and um, where I could find, you know, Jamaican food or, you know, food from Trinidad. So, um, so far, so good, Annalisa. <laughs> it's going well. Very nice. All right. So let's get into our list of movies. We've been binge watching Caribbean movies all month. Um, I mentioned earlier our documentary that's currently streaming on Prime Video. It, it gives this unique glimpse into Bob Marley's 
rise to fame, if you will. Um, the doc's also heavily focused on Rastafarian culture. So I want to play a, a moment here where a Canadian news reporter questions Marley about that. Rastafarianism is very popular in Jamaica, yet in Canada and the United States it has a bad reputation. People are associated with drugs and the trafficking of marijuana and violence, police yeah, arrest. Yeah, man, them crucified Christ, remember? Christ was a Christian and them crucified Christ, same is not a, what no, it is. No, but let's go back to the facts. People have been arrested and the Rastafarians in Toronto, for example, have what a I mean, very bad reputation. When I, I mean, you know, I would say, I wouldn't say that the Rastafarians have a bad reputation. I would say people give the Rastafarians bad reputation because the Rastafarians, I mean, you know, I mean, all of these things happening before the Rastafarians even start coming to Canada anyway around here. Annalisa, what stood out to you about that scene? Mostly his composure. He's because so Bob, cool and calm. Yes. Bob Marley, you know, a lot of people see him as a legend, even to this day, uh, in the reggae industry in, uh, worldwide, just with his thought process in general. Uh, but I really liked his composure. A lot of people would just walk away from an interview like that. Uh, but, you know, he was really representing for reggae and Rastafarians yeah. in that moment when he just stood his ground and explained his thought process uh, and his beliefs, which was really remarkable. Uh, that was one of my favorite documentaries on him because, you know, there are plenty of documentaries. So many about Bob Marley, but that one was done really well. You know, they had a lot of firsthand uh, interviews with people who actually knew him. Yeah, I learned uh, so much. There's so much yes. I didn't know, even just about like his childhood and just like what was going on, the dynamic between his mother and father. Yeah, All of that. Was, I didn't know that. It was nice to see uh, so many raw moments. I'm also uh, a big believer that that music just it just runs through our veins people from the Caribbean. Yes. Um, so this next film on our list is called Bazo D. It's a, it's a musical. Uh, it's a love story. It's set in Trinidad and Tobago. And for those who aren't aware, that's a twin island country that's best known for soca, calypso, chutney music, um, also steel pan. Uh, and the film actually stars soca music artist Michelle Montano. He plays a character named Lee. And here's a little bit of the ending scene. This is where Lee's crush kind of becomes a full-fledged romance. So, Annalisa, we go from reggae to soca. What do you enjoy most about Caribbean music? Man, I was dancing with that. Me too. (laughs) I mean, uh, first of all, Michelle was acting his butt off. I know. I I didn't even realize that doesn't always go well, right? When when artists artists all of a sudden they they become actors, you know, it it, it doesn't always work out well. But he was pretty good. He was pretty good and pretty believable. And but music is just something that our music is just so happy, especially soca calypso. Mm-hmm. It's it's you know you put that on when you you want to have a great day. It, it's just so happy. The vibes are great. Everything's great. Reggae is great too. Uh, but dance hall is more of that vibe that you go to when you're trying to party or mm-hmm. uh, get excited or chill. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, it, you know, I really think that music is our big thing. I'm so excited to see so many festivals coming back uh, this yes. year as well. I'm sure you are excited about festivals in Chicago. Yeah. We have one big one this weekend, something in the water. 
And on Sunday, we're having some Caribbean acts. And uh, we have uh, Skilly Bang. He's kind of new. <laughs> yeah. And then we also have Davido uh, with the Afrobeats representing. So excited that, you know, yeah, music keeps me oh going. Oh, my gosh. I'm, so, I love I'm ready to go right now. <laughs> yes. So and, uh, music so also festivals. makes me think of, of uh, the Toronto Caribbean Carnival, which is coming up in July. I will be taking part in that as well. So I'll be going right from Reset right to the uh, streets of Lakeshore. <laughs> Lakeshore Boulevard in Toronto. (laughs) I will. I will. Um, You know, you kind of touched on this earlier and that was like school days, right? Growing up, uh, the Caribbean, it's it's known for ethnic diversity. You know, in Trinidad, for instance, um, you'll find many people of African descent. You'll also find about the same amount of people um, with that are um, that have their roots in East, East India. Right. And growing up in Jamaica, I remember being on the school playground and kids next to me were Chinese. They were white. All of us speaking Jamaican Patois. Was it like that for you? Yes. And you know what is so funny? People always get so surprised that there are so many different types of Jamaicans. Uh, and I, I try to explain it to them. That's <laughs> why the motto is out of many one people. Right. I mean, we, we are just so diverse. Uh, and even though it's really hard to see, you know, if you just go to certain places you're just thinking maybe that everybody's the same but no we we have i'm still trying to figure out my roots uh there's so much going on so much with the migration we have a lot of uh relatives all jamaicans have a lot of relatives who eventually moved uh to the uk Mm -hmm. uh we have some yeah myself included yeah exactly my grandmother my brother's there my nieces and nephews uh and it's it's just it's just normal for us Um, right all right next uh on the list here this is based on a classic book it's called in the time of the butterflies now this is inspired by a true story about the three mirabal sisters in the Dominican Republic, they heroically challenged the dictatorship of General Trujillo, who ruled the nation for decades. I want to play a little bit of co-stars Mark Anthony and Selma Hayek. They're discussing the political climate at that time. You're going to get yourself killed if you keep going up against them. Well, they better do it quickly, because I'm leaving this country. If I can only make it to my right. I don't understand why you want to go around stirring things up anyway. Why don't you just leave it well enough? Because it's not well enough today, don't you understand? This regime is insane. Do you know that Trujillo has a secret campaign to make our population whiter than it is? He secretly murders thousands of black Haitians that cross the border because, listen to this, he claims that they're contaminating the Dominican race. Oh, chilling stuff. And and to know that it's a, you know, based on a true story, right? These sisters, they were ultimately murdered in 1960 for trying to overthrow that leader. Um, What else can you add, Annalisa, about just what these sisters Mm -hmm. symbolize in the Dominican Republic? I mean, I think what stands out to me the most about this movie is that it's just focused so much on showing the heroism of women, which we don't see a lot in movies, yeah. uh, especially in the Dominican Republic. That is awesome that they're able to put that on display. Uh, I really like that that aspect because I think we need more of that, especially in the Caribbean. Yeah. I mean, I'm not throwing this the ideas out there for any filmmakers, but here we go. Yeah, yeah, um, for sure. Nanny of the Maroons in Jamaica, I think her story needs to be told more as well Mm -hmm. uh what she did there to help uh slaves get out of uh 
with the rebellion there in Jamaica. So yeah, I think it's it's fascinating that they were able to put that on women display. being outspoken and, and speaking out about wrongdoing for, for sure. Yeah. Um, I want to squeeze in one more film that we watched this month, except this isn't just one film. It's actually a mini series of five TV movies called Small Acts. They're all based on real life experiences of the Caribbean community in London. So you mentioned the UK earlier. Uh, this was between the era of uh, 1969 to 1982. Now you watched all five parts, Annalisa. I've still got about two or so to catch up on. <laughs> Loving it so far. You know, briefly tell me why you recommend that folks watch this series. It's such a great series. Not only is it well shot, the storytelling is amazing. Also, you know, I love a good UK accent. I love when they throw in the patois. Yes. When they throw in the patois with that, the UK, And that is another it's, thing it's that messes with people who are kiss. not from the Caribbean is when they hear uh, they're used to this British accent, but then you hear the Caribbean, they're like, wait, what? <laughs> It's wild. I love it. <laughs> love every it. single time. Uh, but yeah, I just think it's so great because it also talks, it shows, you know, just the struggles of uh, the black people in the UK. And mm-hmm. at the time, you know, it happens everywhere. You know, yeah. uh, black people struggle everywhere. The diaspora, it shows how we were able to overcome there as well. Uh, so I, I love that film, uh, the series. It's just great yeah. storytelling. And again, it goes back to that heroism that everyone is putting on display in most of these movies. Super entertaining. And and I would ask how else you're celebrating Caribbean American Heritage Month, but I think you already said it. Food, because that's what I'm doing. <laughs> food <laughs> lots and, and lots of food. All summer. <laughs> awesome. Yes. That's freelance journalist Annalisa Gale. You can follow her on Twitter at Annalisa Gale and check out her tech podcast, The Analysis. That's the word analysis with two N's. Annalisa, thank you so much for making the time. Thanks, Sasha. This was great. Take care. Thanks for listening. I'm Sasha Ann Simons. We've got more for you on the podcast, WBEZ's Reset, wherever you listen.